The KWSN Fan Line, brought to you by Tires, 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 your give-you-more tire and automotive store, with two stores to serve you. Go to Tires3.com. Craig Maddock, I'm John Gaskins. John Kuhn, former president of the Sioux Falls Canaries, on this Twins AAA buzz in one moment. If you want to hear our full interview with Tom Garrity, the current CEO, managing owner of the Canaries, there's one place you can go, Craig. It's the same place anybody can go anytime to hear the best parts and most important things we do on this show. It's a busy site, kwsn.com. Thanks to Marv's Auto Body. Go to the podcast section and anytime. I know you're busy during the day. You can't hear us all the time. Whenever you're available, whenever you have the time, you can go to kwsn.com and pull down the podcast and listen to it at your leisure. We appreciate that. And and read our local, regional, and national sports news we post at kwsn.com. And uh, the most recent... Front page article, I put it together today, took a while to write, but it was worth it. Going back to our interview with Tom Garrity yesterday, you know, he told us it was news to him that heavy hitters, including billionaire T. Denny Sanford, are chomping at the bit to move heaven and earth to bring the Twins AAA team to Sioux Falls. And uh, we had a 20-minute interview with Tom. We went over some of it last segment, but I texted Tom after the show and asked him, has anyone from Sanford or the business community approached you about teaming up to bring AAA baseball to Sioux Falls or to buy the Canaries? Because those possibilities, according to Tom during the interview, were possibilities he was all open to. And he did say the team's been financially struggling. Craig, you sent me the attendance numbers today. They averaged 3,300 a game back in 2013. And now they they averaged 2,300 plus this past year. It's basically declined every year, almost every year to a 1,000 less per game in the last seven years. And certainly this year, things are hurting for the Canaries in all of baseball at all levels because of the pandemic. The American Association has their target date of early July to start. And so almost every team in the league has at least their first 10 home games wiped out. And they don't plan on extending the season beyond... Uh, well, they, actually, they did say late September. But it appears they're going for an 80-game regular season, Craig. So that means we're talking about 10 home games that the Canaries will be out on. So Tom did admit we've taken financial hits. And, yeah, they're a business like anybody else. If they continue to struggle, they might pull the plug someday. But for now, they're very plugged in to the city and the American Association. He says they have great relationships with both of them. And currently, a 10-year lease at the Birdcage, which before we bring in John Kuhn, who used to work and live basically live there, I mean, remind us, Craig, what uh, what the city wants to do or has been recommended to do to Sioux Falls Stadium. Well, a group uh, committee was put together to look at the future of that uh, that land out there, the arena uh, next to the Denny Sanford Premier Center, the Birdcage, and uh, this group pretty much recommending that the Sioux Falls Arena and the Birdcage uh, be leveled sometime in the next five years or so. Yeah. And so, and and Tom Garrity basically said, okay, if the city finds a new place to go play baseball, we'll go with them. <laughs> he would not say how much the Canaries ownership group would commit to the, the building of a new stadium. But again, uh, connect the dots to Sanford and the Sanford Sports Complex and to T. Denny Sanford. And um, we don't know who would pay for what and how much, but that's where things would head in five years if indeed 
they tear down, they literally tear down the birdcage and make it a parking lot, uh, to, to paraphrase Joan Baez and the Counting Crows, who made a credible remake of that song. Anyway, we go to the Tires, Tires, Tires fan line. John Kuhn, it probably breaks your heart a little bit to hear this kind of rhetoric because when you were working here in Sioux Falls with the Canaries, uh, business was going well and the ballpark was a lot newer and freshly renovated around the year 2000. And, um, and you have since moved on to the Fort Myers Miracle with the Minnesota Twins. Are you there, John? Come here, buddy. Okay. Uh, some, okay, there you go. Things were buzzing a little bit there. So, oh, oh we've got some cross wires on our phone. Oh my gosh, this is a first during the pandemic. I'm here. We're, I think we're overhearing the conversations of somebody else on our phone line. Really? Yeah, we hear you loud and clear. Do you hear that, Craig? I do not. Okay. Well, I hear John, which is great. It's <laughs> great sure. to hear your voice. John, All right, that's for sure. All right, John, what what have you? Uh, we, we've we've said a lot here to help set things up. I know you've. I, I know you read our column over the weekend at kwsn.com initially about Lavelli Neal the yeah. third, expounding on the Twins Triple A to St. Paul or Sioux Falls possibility. Just uh, go ahead and tell us what you think about all this. Well, I mean, I, I uh, when I saw that the, the first article come out, uh, and, and I still read the Argus Leader every day. I told you that, guys, last time I, uh, you know, last time I talked to you, um, and then you know your column obviously was very, very extensive, and and I sent that to I sent that to Chris Schwab, who's the uh, assistant general manager in St. Paul. Sent it to Ned Gavlik. You know, Ned was our you know our also an assistant general manager in Sioux Falls. Sent it to Mike and heard from Ned and um, and Chris didn't hear from Mike on it, but. Uh, you know, Chris and I got talking, and we, you know, we're just we're just crunching some numbers, and you know, looking at the, looking at the size of the markets. I mean, I think the smallest market in the Pacific Coast League is Tacoma. They have two hundred sixteen thousand people in Tacoma. Uh, I know Sioux Falls is. If you take the whole Sioux Falls metro area or the DMA or whatever they technically call it, it's close. Uh, you know, it's it's tough. I mean, Memphis has has. As you know, like six hundred fifty thousand people, they draw less than five thousand a game. You know, Omaha has been down; they drew, drew five thousand a game. They're four hundred sixty-eight thousand. Louisville six hundred thousand; they drew almost seven thousand a game. But Louisville, you know, was one of those markets that they had always talked about becoming a uh, potential for a major league uh, city. Um, yeah, I love Sioux Falls. I love the birdcage. It actually breaks my heart talking about the birdcage coming down because of all the great memories that we had there, you know, from uh, from our old buddy Dan Christofferson, Craig, you know, all the crazy yeah. stuff Dan and I did. And, uh, you know, and Larry McKinney and Troy McKinney, you know, working on the grounds crew and Tammy and Miston and helping us out. I mean, everybody, we had a great time there. But, you know, it's progress. If something gets done, it would be great. I, I had, uh, when I would see stuff coming about the, Sanford potentially doing something. I'd send a note to some of my Sanford folks saying, "Hey, you know, I'd love to, I'd love to uh, learn more about it. And any way I can be involved or help, just from information ways, they probably don't need me anymore. I mean, you guys are way more smarter than I am now. I'm unplugged a little bit, but you know, I'm always available. So, but uh, you know, it's a great, it's a great market, AAA market. I don't know, I don't know. Those things, those things are expensive. I mean the. Uh, you know, the, what's the franchise fee is anywhere between 15 to 20 million, depending on if there's a deal to be made. Uh, you know, it's tough. It's tough. Uh, I mean, the Twins folks are wonderful people. I mean, obviously, being down in spring training from, um, I dealt mostly with the 
with Mark Weber, the Florida Operations Director, Paul Fraley, who's been a longtime ticket manager. And, you know, over my time, obviously, Terry Ryan and Bill Smith, both former general managers, are, are still friends of mine. Um, I actually saw Terry during spring training when I was uh, doing some uh, volunteer work in a concession stand. Saw Terry when the Phillies were in town and... You know the, the the you know Mr. Polad and Dave St. Peter, Matt Hoy. You know, they they run a great operation, and uh, if they want to do it, they'll figure out a way to get it done. That's for sure because they certainly you know did a fantastic thing down here in Fort Myers by renovating the uh, CenturyLink Sports Complex. Talking about the affiliation fee, it is twenty million dollars to become a triple-A affiliate, and I thought, well, maybe maybe, maybe uh, Major League Baseball would cut that fee, but I bet the Louisville and <laughs> Omaha and Memphis and Tacoma wouldn't like that because that's probably oh. what they paid. Probably. I mean, is it possible? I mean, we know, you know, having been in, in, in different independent leagues, if a new team wants to come in but they don't want to pay, you know, a million-dollar fee but they'll pay 900 you just put in a vote before the board of directors uh, of the league, and if they all say jump then then you jump and you do it but you know i again uh, i haven't been involved in uh in the in the uh you know i was more of a marketing guy here for the miracle with the radio commercials and you know and, and sales i wasn't involved really in the in the in the day-to-day relationships with the twins except obviously during spring training um you know there's a lot of rules and regulation that's why i love the independent baseball so much because we were kind of our own rules and regulation committee um as I always said, if we wanted to set our second baseman on fire, we just need to clear it with the second baseman. And that was it. <laughs> and trust me, over, over my years, I've seen some second baseman. I'd love to have set on fire. You know? Years uh, pass, you just ask the catcher. And if the catcher said yes, go ahead, light the second yeah, baseman sure, on right. fire. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but, you know, the uh, the Twins folks are great. Uh, that expansion fee is, is I mean, it's, the old, it's $20 million to play ball. Then plus your other expenses on top of that. Yeah, uh, do you get it? Do you get enough group? I mean, you know, there's people that there's people that operate sports as a, uh, you know, as a loss leader. There's no question. I mean, yeah. some of these companies don't make money, and they, uh, you know, if you have a business enough and you can write it off in some shape or form, I don't know how that works. I'm certainly no CPA. That's uh, you know, that's not my not my thing. But uh, that's that's big bucks right there. Do you know any city that? Similar to Sioux Falls, where they had to build a stadium and they brought AAA baseball to the city. And how did how did attendance go? How did how did it grow in that particular city? Um, you know, looking over the Pacific Coast League, I never really dealt much with AAA because obviously, you know, the miracle. Our next step would have been Chattanooga. Uh, you know, from up, uh, you know, from A to AA. Um, I know when Dayton got their stadium built. And that's in that was in that halcyon days of of baseball in the Midwest. Dayton got their stadium built, and they deal, still do some incredible numbers in Dayton. Uh, even South Bend recently, the uh, the uh, they built a stadium in downtown. Uh, I'm sorry, Fort Wayne, I believe. Uh, it was Fort Wayne or South Bend. I, I think it's Fort Wayne, and they uh, built a downtown stadium, and that. that their attendance is leveled off too. You know, it really comes down to operator. You guys know that. You know, the wins or losses are are immaterial. Uh, it matters. It, it, whether it matters a little bit more at AAA, I don't know. I don't think it does because you got guys. You know, they're still trying to develop. You got guys that are trying to get back to the big leagues. Guys, guys that are trying to get their first taste of big league ball. You know, I. It's always the fact is you know how is the operation run and you know can you 
can you overcome the uh, financial obstacles in front of you? I mean, that the whole the whole thing still holds true that Mike Beck taught me years and years ago. You better have uh, 60% of your budget covered by opening day or you're going to have a rough year. Better have 60% of, say that again, I'm just writing. 60% of your expenses covered in uh, revenues by opening day because you're going to get rained out. You know, you, you know, so you're going to sell your fence signs, you're going to have groups committed, you know, all that by opening day, or else it's going to be tough. Okay. That's a, it's kind of a standard thing. Now, when you look at a, uh, a long season, you know, uh, long season uh, minor league starts in the first week of April. That's pretty cold. Trust me, we had one Canaries opening day. Remember the Cartwright brothers out there playing out front? I think it was... I think it was 42 degrees, and that was May 24th or 25th. So it can be chilly. And even the best teams in the Midwest, it's tough to draw in April. Because, you know, yeah. it's, it's cold. And it's, it's you know, <laughs> you know sitting, in, sitting in the stands in a football game when it's cold is pretty cool. You know, it ain't so bad. In baseball, it ain't, it ain't no fun. Well, I'm with you. I'm with you. And I still yeah. love going out there, and I love the park. And Tom Garrity said yeah. the park's fine with him. We're yeah. just trying to provide, you know, the, he re, they're not making much money. And he wants to be good community partners, and he wants to just – he realizes they're not the St. Paul Saints. They don't have a new stadium. They're not downtown. Oh. Um, they're not hip and trendy, and they don't have the budget the Saints do to have all kinds of incredible promotions. And, by the way, Sioux Falls, and you've experienced this, John, um, yeah. especially compared to the Saints, even when they were back at the old midway. You have to recruit players, and, and yeah. the Saints usually have the best team because they're in a big metropolitan area. People go to their games, and uh, and that's tough to beat. And it's been even tougher to beat the last five years. And so they make more money. They can afford. They can well. They can afford players. You know, if, right. And um, but in general, that's hard to beat. And that's why that's part of the reason why you see the Canaries with eight straight losing seasons. I mean, Tom Garrity tried to apologize and take the blame for it, but it's uh, that's just the fact. And um, at the same time, how important is making money to the Twins' ownership uh, at the big league level? According to Lavelle E. Neal III, it's not really that important. I mean, it's obviously important to the people who locally own the team, but the Twins won't care how many people are going to your games. Yeah, correct. I mean, if, if the... Uh, they, want, you know, I, they want facilities I, for the players. And it's interesting, another fan brought up... Correct. Sorry to interrupt you, John, but a, another fan brought up uh, a listener of the show. He just said, I mean, perhaps these guys want to want to move the big leaguers like Miguel Sano and Byron Buxton in recent years. If they get hurt or need to go rehab, maybe you go to St. Paul if they build it there, or Sioux Falls, where Sanford, again, if it's Sanford involved can have these, whatever whatever facilities you want, whoever you want them made, we can provide that for you here. And that to the that is the more important stuff to the big league club when it, when well, it comes to their AAA operation. Yeah, but let me counter that with, that's why when guys get hurt, they get, and I can speak for the Twins, I can't speak you know 100% across the board, they get sent down to Fort Myers. One, they get a rehab in warmer weather. Yeah. Two, they got a great relationship with uh, with Dr. John Kagan and uh, and the different uh, people down here that do a lot of the uh, work on players. Uh, you know, so they can rehab the Twins. They got that awesome facility uh, down here with the. They basically have a, a sixty room hotel on site. I mm-hmm. call it a hotel because it's nice. I go with a cafeteria that can uh, you know the players. You know, if they get put on a special diet, then they you know the cafeteria serves them their food. Uh, so. They kind of take the guesswork out of it. Uh, 
so whether they would send him to a cold weather city, uh, let's say a guy extended spring training, you know, he's going to stay in Fort Myers. He's not going to go to Triple yeah. A club and work out, uh, you know, that kind of thing in the cold weather during the season. Would they would they send him down? I mean, you know, all you know, my first tour at the Miracle uh, coming through. Um, I remember Andre Dawson was on a rehab assignment with the Marlins, and he, you know, he came and played a game in Fort Myers. You know, over the years, obviously. Many guys have come back on rehab assignments and, and, and played in the Florida State League because the weather's warmer, and that's where they have their spring training facilities, and that's where they, they feel comfortable, too. Will that change with the AAA affiliate close by in St. Paul? Uh, well, that would make a lot more sense. I mean, obviously, not make more sense than, than, than uh, Sioux Falls. I'm just saying makes sense from the standpoint, yeah, they can just you know, send them on an Uber over to uh, the Saints Stadium and yeah. have them you know, work out there, and they can watch them, but... Yeah, and again, it, is, it is all about the players and the facilities when it comes to major league, uh, uh, you know, teams getting involved. I remember, you know, we had when Todd Walker signed with the Twins out of LSU. We won the Silver Slugger in the College World Series. I remember we didn't play a game because second base was a little bit muddy, and they're like, "No game tonight. We're not, you know, we're not risking Todd Walker." Wow, seriously, and that's how it is. If you're not going to play. Uh, you know, I remember with Buxton early on, you know, the outfield's a little little bit damp. Buxton's not playing tonight. We're not going to risk getting him hurt. Mm. And meanwhile, at the Class A level, locally owned team, you know, we're trying to get the game in. Yeah. Yeah. To try try not to lose a lot of money tonight. This is true. Yeah. Uh, Hey, John, this is great perspective. I know you have more thoughts. I know Craig and I have a couple more questions. Do you have a few more minutes? Of course, Uh, All right. Uh, A few more minutes with John Kuhn, former president of the Sioux Falls Canaries, who has also been involved in marketing with the Fort Myers Miracle and the Twins organization. And uh, it's great perspective to have of uh, thinking about this possibility someday of the Twins and AAA and a new stadium in Sioux Falls. It's Craig and John, Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, KWSN.com. Can't hear the show on the radio? No problem. We're always live at KWSN.com and on the free, easy-to-download KWSN mobile app. Sports Talk with Craig and John brought to you by Dustex. Dustex customizes entry mats. Dustex. WePlayClean.com. He's Craig Maddock. I'm John Gaskins. We continue the discussion about the future of Canaries baseball, of the possibility of a Twins AAA club coming to Sioux Falls if their idea to bring AAA to St. Paul doesn't work. And uh, Fox 9 TV in Minneapolis, Bill Veck, Bill Veck, Mike Veck, uh, the owner of the Saints, who are just killing it at the box office, over 8,000 a game, beyond capacity crowd on average, just kind of laughed and said uh, if the Twins called and asked St. Paul and the Saints to become a part of the Twins, he said the old Groucho Marx line, why would I want to join a club? Uh, what was the line? John Kuhn probably knows that line. Uh, I don't want to be a member of any club that would have me as a member. Exactly, yes. And he laughed and he said that. And just why change the business model when independent baseball is working there? Uh, In Sioux Falls, it's not working as well as when John Kuhn was here from 2004 to 2009. Uh, With the Canaries, he spent 2013 to 2017 with the Fort Myers Miracle, the single-A club for the Minnesota Twins. Uh, interesting email. We've gone through all the cruxes of uh, what really comes with financially and uh, logistically with having a AAA team, especially in a, a city the size of Sioux Falls. The fact that attendance and bottom line doesn't matter to the actual 
parent club facilities tend to matter. Um, here's an email from Eric uh, who says, you know, responding to what Craig had to say in, in the segment before we brought John on, who better than a nonprofit like Sanford to open a minor league sports franchise? Wasn't it Mike Heineman? The president of the Sky Force, who was quoted in the article about the Sky Force being the affiliate for Miami, who said, in the bad years, we have lost money, and in the good years, we have broken even. I doubt Sanford Health itself would want to own a baseball team for fear of the optics, but I am sure they could find and create an LLC that is funded through a trust created by Denny to keep it funded. Sanford might build facilities for training and house them on their campus, along with more youth-sized fields or something, and have an LLC own a new stadium. So, first of all, Craig, I'll just, uh, what would you say to that? Well, that's right. There's no way that Sanford is going to be the owner of the, of the ball club. Not going to happen. Yeah. But, but, but uh, Eric's idea be would somebody, be possible. It has to be somebody else yeah. uh, that may not totally have direct ties with Sanford Health. And, and John, we've all, we can all agree it's going to be tough for the uh, Canary slash twins of a AAA to make good money, and uh, that uh, certainly involves ticket sales, John. And and uh, we're running out of time. The Canaries did well because you got to have marketing. You got to get people out to the park. They know it's not Major League Baseball. I'll ask you this: If Sioux Falls is so hungry for baseball, if it's if we're talking Sioux Falls people, then why have the Canaries been hurt? And how much do you think a new stadium and Twins AAA affiliation would bring people back to the ballpark? Oh, I, there's no doubt that a new stadium. Uh will bring people out to the ballpark. There's a three-year honeymoon period at a, at a new stadium is the, is the normal uh, of, you know rule of thumb. You get that, whether your team's bad or good, you get a new stadium, you get a honeymoon period, then it dies off. Uh, but obviously, if the team it continues to be bad, it, 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 won't, it won't last, or if you run a bad operation. But uh, the AAA affiliation with the Minnesota Twins would be big for Sioux Falls. I mean, there's, no, there's no question about it. I mean, would it be as big as a Chicago Cubs affiliation or a New York Yankees? Probably not, but, you know, but you're not going to get those. So the Twins certainly, I mean, that's Twins territory. I mean, I, you know, the, the Twins caravan stopped in there. Uh, you know, we had former Twins players um, and Twins executives, you know, speak at our hot stove banquet. So, I mean, the, the Minnesota Twins love Sioux Falls, and uh, they know it's a, it's, a, it's a good baseball market. It does need, you got to work at it. I mean, I, you, know, I, you know, I give kudos to Tom Garrity and the, and the crew, how you run two different operations with the same people is beyond me. I mean, it's hard enough to do it when your whole soul, I mean, you know, Ned Gabbett, Chris Schwab, me, McKenney, you know, Matt mm-hmm. Mule, our whole Our whole life was Sioux Falls Canaries. I told Ned when I hired him, and Ned can vouch for this. I said, dude, I don't need you. I need you every day for one year. You're not getting a day off. We got to turn this thing around. And we did. And then, you know, we drove Ned into the ground. He left after three years because we just killed him. I feel bad for the guy. Uh, but, Craig, I just want to offer any last questions for John? We have about a minute left. He makes an interesting point about the Stampede, who draw over 6,000 a game. Craig claims this is the hockey town because of that, while the Canaries, and they're owned by the same people, are, are declining in attendance the last decade. Would you agree with Craig, John, that Sioux Falls isn't or can't be a baseball town? No, it can't be a baseball town. It's just stuff. You know, if you're selling two products, I mean, you know, it's be no different than a car dealer that that you know that has has Chryslers and Lincoln. You're going to sell the product that you're that you're more familiar with and that you feel more comfortable with. Thus, you know, maybe maybe the salespeople sell more hockey because when it's an easier sell, they like hockey more. I don't know, and that's just my that's just my take on it. But you know, we all we all uh, you know regress to the thing that we feel more comfortable with. But I mean. I thought Sioux Falls was a, was a great week. You know, we increased the attendance, and once we gave them a winner, they really came out, and we made it fun. 
I mean, that's a big thing, but it ain't fun. You know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate your time, John. We're all out of it. Thank you so much for joining. Great Thanks, to hear your John. voice. Appreciate it. Thanks, Mad Dog. Bye. <laughs> Mad Dog. I gotta. I gotta learn more about this Mad Dog thing with Craig. Uh, Sports talk with Craig and John. Mad Zimmer has been playing and covering baseball in this town for twenty years. We'll remark about this at four forty. We have a lot left before that here on KWSN.